your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now it makes all the sense in the world. All right, now let's talk about it. Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan, and Nazem Kadri. Uh, we did it, folks. We did it. Uh, we got him into the All-Star game. That is three Avalanche players and the head coach. Mm-hmm. So uh, things are looking up for the Avs when it comes to All-Stars. I don't care about the game. <laughs> I'll still maybe watch it. Uh, but I-, I do like when you know players on the team that you root for are tagged as all-stars and three of them are so we did the lord's work we have a full it's a 3v3 game we have an all-star avalanche team yeah yeah. so we'll talk about that and then a whole bunch to get to uh we're going to be talking about the jordan greenway situation which is pretty much non-existent when according to the league uh the the league should be announcing the makeup games for February without the without the Olympics we're going to be making up those games and as we talked about yesterday when when you hadn't played Minnesota in a while and then you play them again and then you realize yeah this is a good rivalry who are the avalanche main rivals i think Minnesota clearly is are there others around the league so Kyle and i will kind of discuss uh, maybe some other rivals to look forward to or at least when the avalanche are, are playing them But first things first, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. Follow the show on social media outlets, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked on Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions to Locked on Avalanche at gmail.com. And follow the show's YouTube channel over on YouTube. Hit subscribe and get notified whenever a new show goes live. Uh, So first, before we get to Nazem Kadri, there was some news that would I guess broke before we went live and Jacob McDonald has gone to long-term injured reserve. So, I mean, is that make or break for the abs? No, but he's just one of those guys. Like, could he have been like, or he still could be like the next, like Logan O'Connor, just based yeah. on the, the dude's work ethic. <clears throat> he's one of those guys that you enjoy watching because he just puts out maximum effort every time. So, it's a little upsetting to see him go long term. I thought he was coming back. I remember I thought Jared Bednar had said not that long ago that seemed like he was getting close to ready to go. And now he's on LTIR. Yeah. And it's now becoming a weird thing for the avalanche. We got so used to the injury bug. Now we're just going long term injuries. And it's with losing Bo Byram and Matt Calvert before the year even started. And now Jacob McDonald. We just got Ryan Murray back off of LTIR and then he disappeared again like yeah he did right yeah it's it's like it's weird and for him to suffer this right now when he was hitting his stride definitely is not the greatest timing but Mm. hopefully he gets back before playoffs was was uh, murray on the ltir i think he was i think he was Was it was like month to month bednar was saying it was month to month and then there he Uh, is i remember bednar saying he might not come back till spring yeah. So, I mean, it would make sense if he was. Um, but, yeah, he came back much earlier than expected. Hopefully we get something similar with, with Jacob McDonald. I don't know, um, you know, really what to expect. But 
I, he's just, like I said, he's just one of those guys that you root for. He tries yeah. so damn hard when he's out there. So, um, and he, and he's proven he is valuable on the defensive end and can play that forward role if he needs to as well. So, <clears throat> hopefully, he can come back uh, at some point during the season. But I mean, the hit he took, you know, you you, you gotta take care of yourself before anything else, man. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, and was, you you scary one. you hate that you're gonna miss out on of that NHL development at that peak time but again we've said it a million times help before hockey and yeah take care of yourself buddy absolutely uh and like we said in the beginning nazim kadri is is in the all-star game that's your boy uh i know you're you're happier you're as happy as as he is maybe even more so probably (laughs) so uh i think this is great because i just love the fact that the NHL had to make a graphic mm-hmm. for Nazem Kadri announcing he was an all-star. Uh, you know, we could sit here and just surmise and come up with conspiracy theories. And if the NHL hates him, we know the NHL hates him. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they didn't re- to have him, uh, you know, not only in the all-star game, but having a, a breakout season for him is great. It's great. And, and by all accounts, he was the number one vote getter across the board, not just for the central. Yeah. He had more votes than any of the anybody up for the eleventh man in per division in the entire league. Yeah, and it, it was kind of laughable when you hear um, everyone like on Twitter and stuff that's not affiliated with the Avalanche saying like, even I know this is laughable. And then when he finally got in the game, like those also who are not in the Avalanche circles, like, oh, it's another John Scott story. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's way beyond that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like. Not- <laughs> We get it. Like, he's physical. The NHL doesn't like that. I understand. But, like, the NHL keeping him out of the All-Star game, you can say it's the talent the Avalanche have. Like, there are probably two or three others. You could say, like, Miko. You could say Gabe. Darcy Mm. Kemper. I mean, Mm. I mean, but, I mean, Nas is having a year. And the NHL has to admit it. And I think that's... That's the best and, part and, of it and, all. And, and well, and the best part is, is like they have no choice. Like this mm-hmm. is this is fan voting, so they have to go with, with what the fans are saying. So, uh, I will state for the record, I did vote for other uh, conferences too, or other divisions too. I don't know if you did or not. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're done. You're out. Um, I did. I voted for for all four divisions, and for the record, all four of the people that I voted for day in and day out were the four that were in. Between Troy Terry, Steven Samkos, and Zabinijad was the the guy mm-hmm. for the Rangers again, but he cannot play, so they gave it to I don't remember who they gave it to in, in place of him. But yeah. uh, but so I, I was pretty proud of myself for getting all four of those guys in, just solely based on myself. Every ballot I had was Avalanche and Devils. So who was <clears> the <throat> Devils guy up? We had Hughes. That's all I voted for. Which Hughes? Jack. He was he was already in. No, I yeah he was on the initial ballots. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see yeah. what you're saying. Okay. When the, when the last man in ballot was up, it was it, just Nas. Okay, okay. I thought you went. Uh, I thought you went Devils for last man last, in as well. Did they even have a last? Uh, I didn't I even know. look. I didn't look. Yeah, no. <clears throat> it was Nas and Nas only when that happened. All right. I had a job to do. <laughs> Either way, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, the next thing for him is to, to win the MVP of the All-Star game. That would just be the the icing on the top. There's no way it's going to be fan voting on that one. No, no. But, I mean, it, 
it is something to look forward to to go watch the Avs play in that in that game, and you know you have three of them in, um, so it'll be fun. But I, I, you know, it's an All Star game. As soon as it's over, I'm, I'm I've moved on and I'm ready for the season to pick back up. Yeah, I'm usually um, done by the second period. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so as far as as meaningful games, the one that the Avs just played in against the Minnesota Wild, we saw the hit from Jordan Greenway on Darcy Kemper. He was removed from the game. We were talking about it. It was going around circles. It was, like I said yesterday, if you're a Wild fan, you didn't think it was that bad of a hit. If you're an Avalanche fan, you did. Uh, We talked about it yesterday. It doesn't seem like anything is going to happen. Nothing. No, No fine, no suspension, no nothing. Not even a talking to from Department of Player Safety. Surprised about that. No, we're Avalanche fans in Department well, of Player Safety. Okay, yes. I mean, in 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 the grand scheme of how about how about I word it as should it have gotten looked at? How about that? Oh yeah, absolutely. It was one of those, especially if you approached it in context. Uh, Greenway is no stranger to the Avalanche. Um, this is not his first instance with the Avalanche. And when it comes to the goalie, defenseless. Yes, this should have been looked at a little bit longer, or at least looked at, but. We're numb to it at this point. That is my sticking point. Is uh, it? It was a goalie, and you have proven time and time again. You know, goalies. Goalies are like the quarterbacks of of hockey. You don't touch them. Uh, and and I mean, <clears throat> the NFL takes it to an extreme. I mean, if you, yeah. you lay a finger on a quarterback and they are throwing a penalty, uh, did Greenway get penalized? Yes. And I really, I, I, I don't want to think. Because he got penalized for it in the game, that Department of Player Safety says, well, that was his punishment. A two-minute penalty is not sufficient for no. what he did. Uh, if, if you had upped that to a five-minute major or something like that, you know, then you might have some semblance of an argument. I still don't think you do. But Department of Player Safety is basically saying two minutes is sufficient for us. I think that is garbage. Um, it, you, you are hitting a goalie the most defenseless player on the ice who, you know, like I said, you've shown when, when those guys get touched, you are, are throwing them in the penalty box for much, you know, much more than, than a two minute penalty. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I, I, I don't want to go as far as say he should have got suspended for it. I would have been okay with that, with you know, like anything like a one game. I don't think he was going to get anything more than that. I didn't think he was going to get anything more than that. But to not even really have a discussion with the dude about what was going through his mind, although he'll tell you, you know, all BS yeah. responses to what he saw. What we saw was something different, and then what we saw seemed like he knew exactly where he was headed. He made he made eye contact with him. You can see that, that his head is turned. He knew exactly where he was, and he was he was looking to give Argoli a, a little, you know, one arm shiver, and he did to the detriment of our team. And that's the other part of it: the fact that Kemper did not come back into the game, and you don't even take that in, into into consideration. I, I don't know. I've never known what Department of Player Safety is is thinking, and I still don't. Yeah, you could see in the intent in Greenway's eyes, there were better plays that he could have made, but he already had in his sure. mind that he was going to make a little extra contact when he's going through. Yeah, he could have avoided him easily, yep. and he chose not to. All right, let's hear from Bill Barr, and then we'll get into, we'll kind of dig into this rivalry and others for the Colorado Avalanche. So this should be fun. But first, we got Bill Barr. 
And it is a new year, and that means New Year's resolutions. And look what Kyle's got right there. A beautiful box, a mixed box of Bilt Bar. He's, he caresses it. He <laughs> sleeps with him under his pillow. Uh, it is the it treats me bar. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it tastes more like a candy bar, probably even better than a candy bar. Uh, it makes it easier to stick to your New Year's resolution because they taste so darn good and they don't taste chalky or waxy. And Kyle can prove they don't taste like what? A chemical spill? No, there's no, no flavor called chemical spill when it comes to Bill Park. <clears throat> so if you want to eat healthy, but it just gets boring, you might be thinking... It's just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Well, guess what? Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. Most have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, 17 grams of protein. Compare that to candy bars, which usually have around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. What? What's that one? This Ooh. one is the peanut butter brownie. There you go. I mean, anything peanut butter. Salted devour. caramel. Oh, I'll take that. I mean, is that not enticing you enough? And if you're listening to this and you want to see, I mean, look at that haul right there. <laughs> Kyle's got, and you know what he did? He went to built.com and put in locked 15 and he got 15% off of that order right there. You betcha. And you can do the same. Just go to built.com locked one five for 15% off. Just like Mr. Shaggy Von Doom. All right. Uh, so when we, like I said in the beginning of the show, when we kind of get back into uh, game mode with the Minnesota Wild, it just brings back all those rival rivalry games and the rivalry mode you get into. And we were kind of thinking, like, with with the way the past couple seasons have gone, when you had the the uh, shortened season and just playing in a division. Uh, we got to play against like Vegas more <clears throat> last year, and then what everything happened in the in the playoffs with them last year. Who are the Avalanche rivals? Have they remained the same? Are there new rivals? So who kind? Of, we're kind of like expanding this out to whatever really we <clears throat> feel like. Let's just talk about some teams, maybe like our top three teams that we think are the avalanche rivals is it still minnesota is that is that still when you think avalanche rivals in the division <clears throat> is it minnesota still absolutely um would you say that number one spot i don't know um avalanche fans always like to point back to detroit like i hate detroit yeah well they're not a threat anymore it's not like it used to be those days are kind of gone Mm-hmm. Minnesota sits at number two when it comes to rivalries for me right now. Yes, it's nasty. Yes, we have history all the way back to 2010. Like it's really gotten nasty since there. Like right. number one, okay, be the Vegas Golden Knights. You think so? You think that's your your number one? They they've taken the, the reins as the the Avalanche top rival. I mean, it's, I'm not against it. It's a good rivalry, definitely. Have we forgotten the taking of the flag after they took us out of the playoffs? Um, just the nasty nature. Ryan Graves getting his hair ripped out. Do we yeah, not? That was brutal. Do we not remember <clears throat> all of that? And Vegas and their god awful Twitter account <laughs> will not let us forget and like descend as one. Does anybody? Does that ring any uh, bells? See, like when 
and that's a good point. Like, what what are we including here? Is it more than just what's on the ice? Is it is it fan rivalry? Is it yeah, social media rivalry? Vegas has a very nasty uh, social media page, specifically their Twitter page. Mm -hmm. They're very very nasty. Um, From a fan perspective, I think you take that stuff into account. I think you do. And uh, no, nobody likes Vegas just because they're like that, that, you know, the new student that just came to school and just is, is this like the most popular kid in, you know, in the hallway immediately. They've never had to go through any like trials and tribulations yet. It's just like they've been handed everything. And on one hand, you have to be like, okay, well, that's a good front office. Like (laughs) they've done it the right way. And, you know, look at what Seattle is doing or not doing. And it's like they had the same opportunity that Vegas did. You know, you can get into semantics about who was available to Seattle and who was available to Vegas. I get that. But um, in one aspect, you can say, like, yeah, the front office has done well. In another aspect, it's been like you have a fan base that is just so arrogant Mm -hmm. And, and, and you haven't won anything yet. But you're winning. You have yeah. a winning club. I get that. So it's one of those things from the outside looking in. You don't like it because it's just like you haven't gone through the crap yet. And you're kind of just sticking your nose up in the air to everybody else. You're not paying your dues is more or less yeah. what I'm trying to get at. Like as hockey fans, like Vegas came into the league, like we're all trading our Pokemon cards and Vegas pulls out a Pokemon book full of cards. And you're like, who's this dude? And we're like talking about Goldeneye on 64. And they're like, oh, we got a Dreamcast. And you're like, we didn't even ask you, bro. Like they just come in and feel like they own everything because they made the cup in one year. And they, so did Montreal. Look at where they are. Like, yeah. it, like it doesn't matter if you make it. It matters if you win it and they haven't and they think they have. And every aspect of what they do, it's like elitist, even down to their social media and like their game day traditions. It's just like over the top. And it's like, earn something first and then yeah, we'll talk. I get it. <clears throat> so off the ice, yeah, it's definitely like fan rivalry. On the ice, it's a good rivalry because it's mm-hmm. two good teams. Whenever they play, they go at it. Uh, they got the better of us last year. <clears throat> I almost want to play them. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like having the easy road to a championship. I want to look back and say, the teams that we took out uh, were were the best teams, and yeah, I, you know, I think it is one of those things where you have to go through Vegas if you want to get to a, a Cup final through the Avalanche. I'm okay with that because I want some, you know, redemption from last year. Um, I want to beat them fair and square, and just like they beat us. So that yeah, that is a a budding and a very good rivalry, and it probably will be for for a long time. Um, I do, I you know, the, the Minnesota one. That's still to me. That's still tops because it's in division. I think you're 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 number one, rival, and you're not wrong. I'm not saying like, you, you, yeah, absolutely. Vegas is probably a top rival, but if you're one of those, I guess purists, I you know where it's it's in in the division. To me, it would still have to be Minnesota. I just mm-hmm. think those we saw it. We saw it the other day. Like the, that was a good physical game, and you're going to get that from Minnesota. So you know why? And, and Vegas is a physical game, physical team too, but. You know, you play a, a series against Minnesota in the playoffs, you might be able to get by them, but you will feel it. For they, they, They're not going to set you up sitting pretty for, for the next series if you're lucky enough to beat them. So I think that's a good rivalry too still, obviously. Yeah, easily wrapping it up in that third spot, mm-hmm. you could say St. Louis. There's there's bad blood. They go after Kadri. 
the bubble season, the play-in round, Kadri's goal to give us that number one, like just like that play-in round, that last-second goal, that looked good. Um, we m- mm. meet up in the playoffs. Bennington doesn't like us. We don't like Bennington. Yeah, and they got Brandon Saad now. Yeah, but you gotta like Brandon Saad. You know, I mean, I know it's he's hard not to. Now. It's hard he's not like to, but that. he went there. I know. I know. I mean, it's it's like it's like Grubauer. Yeah, like he didn't want to stay, and and uh, I think it was kind of similar for Saad. I think he wanted to stay. I don't think I think the term was there. I don't think the money was there. So, I and mean, Ryan O'Reilly's still skating around over there. So there's yeah. like some weird bad I mean, blood between the two. Yeah, you are the enemy now, in, yeah. in my eyes. So, uh, for me, I, I think I'll do this in a division and then a conference, and then the Eastern Conference. So I would say Minnesota Mm. for the division. Conference is Vegas. If you want to have an Eastern rival, I think just because of the name, right now I think it's still the Red Wings, and every time you play them, everything's going to get brought up. Is it as vicious as it was then? No, nothing is. Nothing is. But I think a budding rivalry, based on that game that they played against Florida, yeah, that's happening. I'm yeah. telling you, go back and watch that game. There, there was some ill will between those two teams that is not going to be soon forgotten. No. So I'm looking forward. I mean, and, and the thing is, you only play them twice a year. And if you play them in the playoffs, it's going to be in the Stanley Cup final. Mm-hmm. So uh, th- that though, the first game, not so much. That was very early in the season and they smoked us. Second game was more of what you can get from these two teams. This is something to watch. And again, because you only play them twice a year, it's going to be few and far between. But there could be some hatred between these two teams, again, because they're both going to be good for a long period of time, or so we think. Yeah, there's no way the fan bases forgot about that game either for Florida. So I think it's Mm -mm. also in their mind. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. So uh what do you guys think you kind of want to know i think a lot of us are understanding that it's it's minnesota and and st louis are there any other teams out there that you think are are, that you just don't like personally or is a a rival for the avalanche now or future thinking if you think like this team is is a team that you just don't like or the avalanche don't like let us know get all of us on uh social media or uh, locked on avalanche at gmail.com all right let's hear from bet online and then get into uh couple other newsworthy things uh, re- involving the league so specific, you know as a whole which clearly impacts the Colorado Avalanche so we'll get to that in a second but first betonline.ag would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march into the playoffs uh, I-, I tune out if the Broncos aren't in it's what we got six team six teams left no it can't be six teams left i don't no, know how many left but eight Sure, whatever. But your Tennessee Titans are uh, looking mighty to, good this year. Yeah, to lose against Cincinnati. Here we go. <laughs> is that that's who they're up against? Yeah. What you know? You know what the spread is over on BetOnline.ag? I that? Did, haven't looked that up yet. No. All right. We'll have to go look that up. And then when you do, just throw everything that you own down on the Tennessee Titans. You heard it here first. And if we're wrong. You didn't hear it here at all. No. Nope. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website. And when you sign up today, you receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to get started from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage. 
all the amazing offers available for 2022. It's betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to wager in all of your favorite sports. It's where the game starts. Betonline.ag. All right, a couple more news things to get to. Like I said, uh, league-wide, so clearly impacting the Colorado Avalanche. One of them. After the All-Star break, the league will no longer test asymptomatic players. Uh, That's cool. My question is, why do you have to wait? Just start it now. (laughs) What, what, What protocol needs to get in place so much that you have to organize so much to say like, well, we're going to do this, uh, but we have to wait three weeks before we do it. Just start it. <laughs> Just say, like, you're it's systematic. We're not going to test you. I mean, and it's not like they're doing anything grandiose here. It's just stopping something. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's like if I want to shut off my internet. Just call them up and you flip a switch. It's done. <laughs> and No, but what they do, oh, we're going to flip it next week. No, flip it now. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't know. So, but I guess, you know, for the rest of the season, that's a good thing because every team and, you know, focusing on the avalanche, we've, we're experiencing this now Mm -hmm. with, with, uh, Valnichuskin. He is out, but from everything that's reported, he's asymptomatic. Gabe Landeskog last week missed those few games. He was asymptomatic. So, and Jared Bednar has been vocal about this Yeah, in his press game or uh, post game press conferences saying we have to, to address this and fix this because it's it's just it's not benefiting anybody if they're if, if if they're asymptomatic why are we testing them other leagues are doing the same exact thing we're the only league not doing that or we're yeah. the only league doing that <clears throat> and it seems like they're they're going to catch on halfway through the season better than never i guess thanks nhl <clears throat> yeah so be prepared for that and we should be hearing uh according to elliot friedman the makeup schedule for all the games missed pretty much in December. Mm-hmm. And that will be made up during the month of February because the uh, obviously the players are not going to the Olympics. So for the Avalanche, and I guess for most of all of these games to be made up, which there's a lot of them. I got um, the list. Yeah. So they, they, they still want to give teams a week off. So you're going to have to get all these games in, in a, two and a half week period seven games seven games you might be playing three games in four days you might be doing a back-to-back day which the avalanche are doing now yeah you know what i mean so um you're gonna be playing a lot go the avalanche had seven postponed right yes that would be go ahead when list them off tampa detroit buffalo boston vegas oh dallas dallas seven opponents eight games and here's the thing for the Avalanche. Um, <clears throat> what was it, seven games? Yes, Nash, Tampa. Five, five yep. of them are on the road. That's so true. All your makeup, most of your makeup games, which is going to be a sprint to make up seven games, two of them are at home. And, and you're going, and the, the, the ones at home are Tampa Bay and one of those Stars games. Because those were that was a wasn't a back to back. There's a day off. In, yeah. Well, there was a day off in between them. Who knows what it's going to be now? Um, so you're going to Detroit. You're going to Buffalo to Boston. So that's an East Coast swing. So that's going to suck. Um, and then you're doing in Vegas, and then a mm. Dallas one. So 
I don't know. What do you think? Of, what do you think? Of, I mean, just forget about where they're playing and, and, you know, cramming all these games into a short amount of time just on the opponents. Are you, are you liking some of these matchups? Are you, are you not liking some of these matchups? I mean, for rivalry sake, to go back to the previous segment, get to see Vegas. That'd be great. Yeah. Get to see Detroit. That'd be incredible. I really was looking forward to that Dallas series, and we didn't get it. I really want to see what we do against Dallas. They're just just a all-over-the-place team. I would like to play Dallas. Yeah, I think the the lightning game that I mean that's in Denver. So you're looking forward to that because that's you know two time defending champion, um, and they're still playing well this year. So whenever those two teams get together, it's going to be like, oh, is this a, is this a Stanley Cup preview? Okay, um, and Belmar be comes home. Um, yeah, that's true. Yep. How's he doing this year? I haven't. I mean, I don't think he's. I mean, he's, he's not tearing it up, but it's still it's still pebbles, and we miss him every day. And I hope that we give him a nice little uh, welcome. Unlike Grubauer, yeah. I would like us to. I I, I miss Pierre Edward. Uh, I do too. I, do I too. really do. Still, still one of the best sound bites in, in Avalanche history. Yep, Lake Tahoe. Gonna go play in Lake Tahoe. Uh, he's got four goals and seven assists, 11 points. It's about par for the course. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think that that'll be obviously a good game. Um, let me get back to where they were here. Um, and the Golden Knights game, obviously, is one, you know, that, that was going to be the first time you played them all year, and that was two days after Christmas. Yeah. So now you get to play them. And I think, I think it's, you know, when you play teams like Tampa Bay and specifically the Golden Knights, and maybe even the always the Bruins when you play an original sixteen, it's a big deal. Um, if you had played them when they were scheduled, it's when the Avalanche were. I mean, they were coming out of this funk, but they were starting to play much better. Mm-hmm. Now they're playing even better than they were at that time. So yeah, yeah I mean, it's. But you, you, I think those are the two games you're really looking forward to: the Lightning, Golden Knights, and you always throw the Red Wings in there, and then you got two division games. So um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see again how. Many games. I mean, we know we're playing seven, but in how many days over the course of how many days that's going to be, is this going to be taxing on the avalanche and then they get some rest time before they dive back into their their season again. It doesn't get any better. It's not like you can stick one of these later in the season. It doesn't get any better once you go the rest of the season. So, right. Yeah. So we shall see. It's supposed to be announced pretty soon, according to Friedman. So uh, pay attention to that. If anything else happens, uh, we will be discussing it. But tomorrow will probably be a Anaheim Duck uh, series. And the Ducks, rumor is, they're going after Chris McFarland from the uh, Colorado Avalanche as their GM. I don't know. I'd hate to lose him. But something else to keep an eye on. Over my dead body. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody, that is going to wrap it up. Uh, and we will be back tomorrow talking about another avalanche game day against the Anaheim Ducks. So that will do it. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Always appreciate it. Check out Locked On NHL. Make that your second listen of the day. Get caught up on everything going on around the National Hockey League. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. And this is your Locked On Avalanche podcast. See you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, go.